You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. Welcome down to Socks in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti. Pull up a stool in my nine-foot homemade oak bar and pour yourself a cold one. It is once again time for White Sox baseball. And the Sox have had a very difficult time during our last few games of this 2020 simulated season using MLB The Show and brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park. Over the last six games, they've only won two, and they just lost three out of four in Minnesota. The first time that they've lost three in a row all season. That said, the last time this team ran into a very good first-place team, coupled by difficulty with the Colorado Rockies, was about a month ago when they went on the road to Colorado and Los Angeles. Coming out of that 2-4 and four stretch, they faced the Baltimore Orioles and swept them. They now go to Baltimore following their second stretch just like that for four games. So don't panic just yet on a team that's still nine games above 500 and has gone 13-9 and nine in the month of May. Ricky Renteria and the boys try the right to ship today, the first of four in Baltimore. It's Sacks in the Basement, 2020, every game simulated since opening day, and we're on our way to the land of crab cakes. The first of a four-game set starts now. Welcome to Baltimore, Maryland, Oriole Park. I don't know why it's called that. I thought this was called Camden Yards. Maybe that's a quirk in MLB The Show or I missed something. Keegan Aiken is going to take the mound this Monday. Ten starts, one of them against the White Sox. Two and seven record, 4.44 ERA, 50 and two-thirds innings, 1.48 whip. He has 49 strikeouts to 25 walks. Tim Anderson's going to lead off for the White Sox. He's the shortstop and the leadoff guy majority of this season. With the exception of when he needs a day off, he's at the top of the order. T.A. fouls this one off down the first baseline, and the game is underway. Next one, low and chopped to short. They're going to get Anderson by about a step and a half as he tries to beat it out to get the game underway. But instead, it's a 6-3 put out. There's one gone. And Luis Robert comes to the plate. Sitting 220, three home runs, 24 RBI. And the first pitch is skied into the right center field gap, dropping quickly, but it'll be caught. And there's two gone. If you're wondering why Robert is in the two spot, Yasmani Grandal gets a day off today. Ricky Renteria not wanting to move too much of his lineup around. James McCann is hitting further down the order. And Robert's been hot lately. So why not try something new? Four seamer high but taken for a strike right at the letters to Jose Abreu. It only took three pitches to get two outs here for Aiken. And Abreu is 0-1 in the count here in the top of the first. A low four-seamer misses. 1-1 the count. Pretty day out today. It is Memorial Day, and Kenny Jensen is your home plate umpire. Calls that a ball, 2-1 the count. Happy Memorial Day to all of you. But remember, for all those that aren't here with us right now and protected us, as Abreu sends this one out in the right center field into the gap, that's a base hit. Abreu's on with a single. Moncada comes to the plate. 
Hitting righty against the lefty Aiken with a runner on first and two out. The first one is fouled off down the first baseline. Hard hit ball by Abreu out into the right center field gap. Goes for the single. Next pitch chopped to short. Force out of second base. Four to six, fielder's choice. The inning is over. Sacks get a hit, but nothing else. Midway through the first, no score. Gio Gonzalez has 10 starts and a 5-0 record. 3.62 ERA over 54 and two-thirds innings. 49 hits and 21 walks give him a 1.28 whip. He also has 57 strikeouts over those 54 and two-thirds. So he has more than a strikeout an inning. He has the lowest whip amongst all five active starters on the team at this point. He's undefeated, but he uses a lot of pitches to get those results. So that's a strike swinging to kick off the first at bat. Jose Iglesias is hitting 252 and stands in. Iglesias, the shortstop, lifts this one out in the right field. Can of corn for Adam Engel out there. And there's one gone going around the horn. McCann's the catcher, Abreu at first. Danny Mendick gets the start at second. Shortstop, Tim Anderson. Third base, Yoan Mancada. And left is Jimenez in center, Robert. And in right, Adam Engel. Hanser Alberto's hitting 244 with a home run and five RBI. The right-handed hitter comes in with one out. Here in the bottom of the first, Gonzalez delivers outside a four-seamer. 1-0 the count. So Gio uses a lot of pitches to get the results that he gets. Swinging strike, 1-1. One one. If you could increase his efficiency, he'd be the total package right now for the White Sox. Change up outside, 2-1 and one the count. He has gone deep in one game. He made it to the eighth inning. But on average, he's about a five-inning pitcher. The 3-1 pitch, swung on and missed a changeup at the knees. Count is full. To the second batter of the Orioles lineup, Hanser. Now this one's lifted down the right field line. It will fall in front of Engel, who charges over and gets it by the chalk. It's going to be a single only as it was placed perfectly down the line, an opposite field hit for Hanser. There's a run around with one out for the Orioles. Trey Mancini comes to the plate. 266, seven home runs, 14 RBI. At home, he hits about 20 points less. Only one home run here to six on the road. Only three RBI here to 11 on the road. He's been third today. The righty stands in with a runner at first base. And a curveball catches the inside corner. 0-1 the count. Hitting 111 lifetime with one hit against Gonzalez. Swung on and missed. A changeup in. 0-2. My apologies if you like to listen to your Sox in the Basement simulated games at 3 o'clock in the morning or 7 a.m. This one released a little bit later on on Memorial Day. It's a weekend for all of us. And it was such a beautiful night last night in Chicago. The count is now 1-2. and two, And now this one lifted in the right field. Dropping fast, but Engel comes in and gets it. Nice play out there by him. Two gone, and the runner holds. Reynado Nunez is designated hitter today. He's hitting 242 with 10 homers, 25 RBI. His splits road and home. He's hitting 325 here and only 178 on the road. He's one of the rising stars, the very few, here on this Orioles team. 
two outs. The pitch from Gonzalez fouled off down the first baseline. Swung on and missed a 12-6 curveball in the inside corner, 0-2 quickly. Beautiful night last night in Chicago. Just gorgeous weather all day long. And the kids outside playing in the water. Swung on and missed. Gonzalez gets him a quick inning. And that's a good sign. After one, no score here in Baltimore. Aloy Jimenez. Average has dipped to 263. He's got 13 home runs on the season. Have been sitting in the 270 area and high in the 270s before he got to Minnesota. Even though the White Sox put up eight runs, five runs, one run, and five runs in that series, it felt like they struggled all weekend to keep up with that offense. One and one quickly, the count to Jimenez. And he fouls off a slider inside, one and two. A low two-seamer taken for a ball, two and two the count. Aloy takes a four-seamer outside. Count is full with Encarnacion standing on deck. Swung on and sent into right field. That's a base hit. Right center to be exact. Scooped up. Now he's going to try for second base. Jimenez is safe under the tag. Aloy Jimenez... Sees a ball going to right center field. It was scooped. It never got to the wall. It rolled most of the way through the grass. And he never stopped. He runs right through Darrell Boston. Who you could tell was surprised he kept going. He makes his slide on the inside portion of second base. Just avoiding a swipe tag with the ball and the throw in. And he gets a double. And, you know, this is youthful exuberance right here. This team did not like losing three out of four in Minnesota. You got some guys playing with a chip on their shoulder today against the Orioles. And Jimenez, obviously, one of them. Because we have not seen him do that this year. He generally takes that single. This time, though, on his horse from the moment it came off the bat, he wanted two. Edwin Encarnacion has two, as in strikes already. One and two the count. Aiken is working very quickly. The lefty for the Orioles. He's got a runner on second base he's not really paying attention to. Here's the next offering. Low in the dirt. Gets away. They're going to throw down a second base as Jimenez came off, but he's back safely. Two and two the count. The pitch. Outside slider fouled off. Count remains even. No outs here in the top of the second inning. Encarnacion skies this one down the first baseline. Just foul. Now a high fastball taken for a ball. Count is full. James McCann, the catcher today, stands on deck. Encarnacion sends this one out into center field. It's going to be a can of corn. Jimenez holds it second. There's one gone. So again, it was a beautiful day yesterday here in Chicago. Spent the evening hanging out with the wife. And at some point during the day, I told myself, stay up, spend time with the kids. We'll simulate in the morning. So the voice is struggling here as I sip a big cup of tea. Uh, The voice cracks, excuse me. James McCann is up at the plate, one and one the count. Need a win today, that's for sure. This one sent out in the right field, base hit. Jimenez, rounding third, is heading for home. And he is safe at the plate on a throw-off line up the first baseline. A ground ball 
in between the second baseman and the bag. Nice hit by McCann. Jimenez comes around and scores, and the White Sox lead this game one to nothing. Adam Engel to the plate now with McCann on first. One gone here in the top of the second. He takes a ball outside. 1-0 the count. He's hitting 314 with four homers and 12 RBI. 388 OBP. Has split time all season long with Nomar Mazzara. As this one sent out to right field. Catch will be made. McCann will hold. There's two gone. He's hitting more than 100 points higher than Mazzara and has been playing a better defense in right field. And Ricky Renteria telling everybody this morning, you are going to see more Adam Engel than Nomar Mazzara right now. Mazzara has to hit the cages with uh, Frank Benkino. Figure out what's going on. You'll still get some playing time, but he's moving into a reserve role. That seems to be the indication. 0-2 to Danny Mendick. He was a starter and moved into a reserve role. Trying to adjust to it as it's grounded over to third. They're going to take the force out at second base. Flipped over there. Three gone, but the White Sox get a double from Jimenez and a single from McCann and make a run out of it. Aggressive base running and taking what's given to you. Give them a 1-0 lead midway through the second. DJ Stewart sitting 200 with an OPS of 488. So, not having a very good offensive year. And this Orioles team has been struggling. The lefty stands in against Gonzalez, and the first pitch is fouled off. 89 miles an hour. 0-1 the count. Only took Gio 15 pitches through the first inning. That's good for him. We need to see more of that. A high four-seamer, a strike, 0-2. Tacking the zone today. Next offering sent over the outstretched hand of Yohan Mankata into the outfield. It's going to be a solid base knock. So the leadoff runner on board. Runner on first, no outs. Here in the bottom of the second. Austin Hayes hitting 205. Three homers, 14 RBI. This youngster appears on list from time to time more in fantasy baseball than on, let's say, the MLB Top 100 prospect list. A lot of fantasy pundits think that he's going to be a guy that can contribute mightily, especially to dynasty fantasy baseball teams. They see something in him that a lot of scouts don't say anything about. He doesn't end up with the accolades on the other side of the coin, but he's quickly 0-2 here. Two swinging strikes on inside changeups from Gonzalez. So he has this batter 0-2 as well. Swung on and missed. He went outside. Three change-ups, two in, one out. Well out of the zone. Three pitches and a strikeout for Gonzalez. Ramon Urias steps to the plate, takes a strike on the inside corner. 0-1 quickly. Now he swings and misses at a four-seamer up and away. Gonzalez has him 0-2. So the first three batters came to the plate, and they were quickly 0-2. One of them got a hit. The other guy struck out. On the third pitch here, it's a ball low. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure book, but we know what's happening in the first two pitches, at least so far this inning. One and two the count, one out. Bottom of the second inning, runner on first base. Uriah's at the plate, Gonzalez on the mound, the pitch from Gio. Check swing, he did not go. Change up low and inside, two and two, the count is even. 
Gonzalez checks the runner at first, the pitch. Inside, swung on and missed. Urias goes down, another strikeout for Gonzalez. Two gone now, here in the bottom of the second inning. Chris Davis playing first base, standing in there left-handed and disappointing Oriole fans for years now. The first pitch gets away, and the runners go to advance 90 feet. That's a pass ball. It went right off of McCann's glove. It was down the middle. Hit him right in the glove. Bounced right out and up the first base line. 1-0 the count. That ball just missed high. Next pitch swung on and missed. 1-1. One one. Davis sitting on 298 career home runs. But a lot of people thought there'd be a lot more out of this young man at this point in his career. He's also sitting on a big fat contract that he has not lived up to. A strike on the outside corner. Count is one and two. Gonzalez checks the runner at second. Swung on and missed. It hit the dirt, so McCann will throw it down to first. And he's gone. The inning is over. After two, the White Sox lead 1-0. In the top of the order, due up. Tim Anderson leads off the family waterproofing solutions third inning. 0-for-1 with a ground out in the first, hitting 314 and an 801 OPS. 94-mile-an-hour fastball inside misses from Aiken. 1-0 the count. Now outside on a changeup, 2-0. A difficult series in Minnesota, to say the least. And it's easy to get down on a team, but when you look at the overall month, the fact they're 9-over-500... They're going to get another crack at the Twins this weekend coming up. 3-0 to Anderson now. And I also feel like this team wants to make some hay against these Orioles. Inside four, Seamer, he walked him on four pitches. So there's good speed aboard. And Luis Robert to the plate. First pitch to Robert. Down the middle, base hit. In the right field, Anderson's in the second base. So really good speed aboard right away. He swung at the first pitch and lifted it over the second baseman, Urias, and in the right for a base hit. Here's Jose Abreu. He had a gapper earlier. First pitch, lifted out in the center field. Can of corn. So, you know, let's get this right here. Anderson, four straight pitches he's walked on. The next two guys come up, swing at the first one. Good results for Robert, but not good for Abreu. We got first and second with one out. And Mancata coming up to the plate. Anderson at second, Robert at first. And both of them are going. First pitch inside called the strike, and Anderson is gone at third base. So the White Sox trying to get something going after a frustrating weekend. They got two on with no out, a quick fly out. Anderson out stealing third. Now there's two gone with a runner on second base, and Mancata's already 0-2 in the hole. Robert on second. This one's lifted out into shallow left field. When it comes down, the inning will be over. Nope, it's over his head. He muffs the play. He came in with his glove up and overran the ball. Trey Mancini with a brutal error. Robert comes around and scores, and only because of a dumb play in the outfield do the White Sox end up with a run in this inning, which was completely mismanaged. It just didn't go well for them after they got two on. And now here comes Jimenez. 
He's got Moncada on first. And the first pitch inside, 1-0. He's got a double and a run scored. The Sox have a run in here on what should have been a routine fly out to left field with two out. Next pitch is high, 2-0 the count. So new life. Aiken still standing out there with two outs. Has to be frustrated another run is across. Now Jimenez fouls this one off down the first base line. Magada leads off of first base. He's got some good speed. Another one down the first base line. Count is even at two. A run in this inning, a run in last inning. Jimenez fouls this one off as well. Count remains two and two. The pitch. Jimenez continues to foul off pitches, most of them away, but in the zone. That was a four-seam fastball that was over the outer portion of the plate. Now Jimenez lifts one into the left center field gap, tailing back towards the wall. Gone! So the error gives the Sox a run, and then Jimenez gets two more on his 14th home run of the season. Moncada waits for him at the plate as he comes around to touch it. High fives all around, and the White Sox lead this game 4 to nothing. And thank you, Trey Mancini. I'm sending you an edible arrangement because you took what was a disaster of a second inning for a team that has been struggling. And now, good feelings in the dugout. Everybody's smiling. You're up 4 nothing. top of the third. And then Carnacion takes a ball low, and that was the 50th pitch for the starter for these Orioles. Hitting 255, 30 RBI to go with his 13 home runs. Encarnacion lifts this one way back. Way back. Upper deck. Left field. A rocket out of here. And Edwin Encarnacion is going to touch them all. He has his 14th home run of the season. He's been hitting behind Jimenez all season long. There's been quite the home run chase here on this team. And he sees Jimenez put one out, and he goes, I'm doing the same. So now we have three guys on this team with 14 home runs. Grandal isn't playing in this game. Jimenez and Encarnacion. Five to nothing, the White Sox lead this game already here in the top of the third. It was one nothing. The first two runners get on. Abreu flies out on the first pitch then a double steal does not work out as Anderson's thrown out at third or is two gone Moncada's 0-2 and lifts one out of the left field Trey Mancini comes in in the midday sun and overruns the ball which lands directly behind him and dies in the grass Robert comes around and scores you're up 2-0 then you get back-to-back home runs from Jimenez and Encarnacion. Now it's 5-0. And McCann is 2-1 in the count with the bases clear. Two outs here in the top of the third. Inside fastball misses 3-1 with Adam Engel on deck. Sometimes baseball is a fickle game. See, the White Sox have a frustrating weekend, and then they show up in Baltimore and frustrate them so far. This one's lifted down the first baseline, foul into the stands. Three and two, the count is full. Now, rocket out into right field, but it's hit right at him. Hayes puts it away, he didn't even have to move. On a line drive directly to him and right. 
Midway through to third, Sacks lead 5-0. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sack side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at familybasementwaterproofing.com. Pedro Severino, the catcher, comes up for the first time, just heard from Family Waterproofing Solutions. Remember, they have socks in the basement deals. Don't forget that they're veteran-owned and family-owned and female-owned. You know, Ken's a great guy on this Memorial Day. I mean, it's not Veterans Day, so you don't think a guy like Ken. You think his brothers and possibly sisters that were out there in the battlefield that didn't come home. And he gives a portion of his proceeds to veteran and first responder organizations. So if you're thinking about doing some work, and they do everything, they raise cement up. Let's say your sidewalk's all screwed up because of your foundation. They fix that. They do so much more than making sure there isn't seepage in your basement. Severino goes down on three pitches. First out of the inning, another strikeout for Gonzalez. So check out those deals. Remember, it's going to a good cause. Remember, they, they will do this any way you want to do it. They want you to be safe and comfortable. They want their workers to be safe and comfortable. They'll do video estimates, no problem. Or they'll figure out the best way to do it on site. And they'll work with you. So we appreciate them being a part of Sacks in the Basement. And hopefully, this will be a long partnership. Sounds like it's going well for them. I'm trying to get extra phone lines over there. You guys are awesome. Jose Iglesias led off this ball game for the Orioles. He's up for the second time. With one gone here in the bottom of the third, and the first pitch outside, 1 0 the count. Next pitch hits the outside corner, 1 1. Outside changeup, 2 1 the count. Now inside, fouled off, count is even at 2. Gonzalez for his 39th pitch. This one is sent down the first baseline, foul. Gio has been working quickly with McCann today. An inside pitch now lifted down the third base line, hooking foul before the pole. Might have had enough distance. Iglesias, not known to take him out, now sends another one deep down the third base line, also hooking foul. So he's working Geo. McCann sets up on the inside corner, but it comes up high. He misses spot. Count is full now at three and two. Gonzalez doesn't want to let Iglesias off the hook. But he fouls off a four-seamer that was across the outer portion of the plate and hangs in. A long at bat. Testing Gio Gonzalez. He now lifts a high pitch out into left center field. Robert on his horse. It goes off his glove. He tumbles. Jimenez 
picks it up and gets it in. It's a double for Iglesias as Roberts sits in the grass. He leapt for that ball. It went off the edge of his glove. That was going to be a difficult play. Jimenez was nowhere near it. It was closer to him, at least when you look at their starting positions in the field. Roberts sold out. His teammate backed him up when it didn't work out for him. A double, a hard-fought double for Iglesias. And now a base hit in the right field. No, Mendick stops it in the outfield grass. Spins, falls on his butt, and gets it over to Abreu. I thought that one was clearly going to get by him. And he gave it his all. What a great play over at second by Danny Mendick. You know, when you look at the artistry that has been Nick Mandrigal so far this season over there, and he's made some amazing plays, you forget. Mendick was very solid for the White Sox playing defense at second. There was a reason Larry Garcia did not last there very long to start the year. Garcia has struggled defensively. And he doesn't have the range. And he isn't throwing the leather like a traditional second baseman. We've got two very good infielders in Mendick and Mandrigal that can play over there. Trey Mancini's up. He's the go-to the game so far for the Orioles. There's two outs and a runner on third base, and he's 2-0 in the count. Now lifts this one down the third baseline. Foul into the stands. Gonzalez, a lot of pitches this inning. Swung on and fouled off 2-2. Two two. His 50th pitch coming up. Swung on and missed. So 50 through three innings. Nobody has crossed the plate. He goes into the dugout with his team leading five to nothing after three. Adam Engel will lead it off for the White Sox this inning, hitting 310, 5.06 slugging. Top of the fourth, five to nothing. Aiken delivers a 93 mile an hour fastball for a strike, 0 1 the count. That was his 58th pitch of the game so far as he kicks off the fourth inning. Outside, two-seamer misses. Count is even at one. Sox lead this game 5-0. Got a run in the second, and then some really good fortune. Got them the second run before the floodgates opened. It was all set up by a crazy play in left field, and you'll take it. I know I will. One and two now as that one's fouled off. They're going inside on him. He fights it off. Down the first base line. Count remains one and two to Adam Engel. Engel now fights off a four-seamer right down the middle. Now they're going to come back inside. Swung on and missed it. But would have been a ball that was way too close to his shoulders to even think about swinging at that one, but he got tied up. Engel goes down as a strikeout victim. Danny Mendick comes to the plate. Mendick made a nice play last half inning I think if that ball rolls out into the outfield as it looked like it was going not only is it a single but the runner's probably coming around from second and scoring in Iglesias instead he gets the out holds him at third with a really nice play so he's already saved a run for this team today as far as I'm concerned but he's 0-2 right now at the plate Swung on and missed. He went down on three pitches, and that's the second out of the fourth. So the first two batters go down for the White Sox, but we're back up to the top of the order, and Tim Anderson will come to the plate. 
T.A. sitting at 314 and 25 RBI. He's got four homers. He's got a walk in this game. He was out trying to steal third base. A high four seamer misses 1-0 the count. Very patient right now at the plate. Talked to him this week about the lack of power. And trust me, he wants to take a few out. But he did say it, and it's true. Not only is he leading off the game, we've seen him lead off a lot of innings. And so he keeps that leadoff mentality, and he's trying to get on base. And it has paid off for the White Sox. you got a lot of hitters coming up behind him. The average is solid. And I bet you the RBIs would be a lot higher. But the bottom of the order has been the only difficult thing for the White Sox. Robert trying to work things out. Madrigal trying to work things out. you got Mendick down there today. He doesn't end up with a lot of base runners in front of him. 3-1 pitch lifted out in the right field. That'll be a deep fly out near the 373 marker to end the inning. So the Sacks go down 1-2-3 and midway through the fourth, they continue to lead 5-0 here in Baltimore. Renato Nunez is 0-for-1 with the strikeout in the first inning. He's going to lead it off. The righty stands in as Gonzalez into the wind throws a strike at the knees. 0-1 the count, a 78-mile-an-hour changeup. Bottom of the fourth, Sox lead 5-0. The first of a four-game set here in Baltimore. Then the Sox get three at home against the Twins, who they just saw. And currently, after seven games against them this season, are three and four. This one lifted down the third baseline. It just hooks foul. Would have been extra bases. Instead, one and two the count. Now he gets in the foul off one off the end of the bat. Bat Boy makes an incredible play. They showed that. That was amazing. Never seen that graphic. One and two the count. He barehanded it. A little, little, little tiny little guy. They've got sitting in the Bat Boy spot next to the dugout. Like leapt up and caught it with one hand at the top of the steps. This one's fouled off two and two. Normally when it's fouled back, camera doesn't even move. Camera moved there to show like this incredible barehanded play by the by the Bat Boy is now Nunez goes down looking at another strikeout for Gio. He got him at the knees. He doesn't like the call. Actually, that ball was low. You can actually see McKeon on the replay bring the glove up to frame that just inside the zone. He must be working with Yasmani. DJ Stewart singled in the second inning. He hasn't had a lot of hits. He's 5 for 21 in the season, and one of those was earlier on in this game. He's 1-0 at the plate, and the next one's outside 2-0. Into the line and the pitch, high and outside, 3-0 the count. Austin Hayes is on deck. Gio has not given up very many hits today, but... And I understand that this guy got a single off of you, but he's not Babe Ruth. And he's a lefty. It's lefty on lefty, but we're 3-0 against him with one out here in the bottom of the fourth and a five-run lead, and he walked him on four pitches. So Gonzalez fears Stewart and that single power that he has, and Austin Hayes comes to the plate. Now, he struck out in his first at-bat. He's hitting 204. He stands up with one out. Outside changeup catches the corner, 0-1 the count. 
Now a strike at the knees, 0-2. 79-mile-an-hour off-speed pitch. Gio has thrown a lot of off-speed pitches. We're seeing uh, change-ups, sliders. He's throwing them for outs, but he's also throwing them at the beginning accounts. Now a low change-up, 1-2. We've seen several strikeouts where he never throws above 80 miles an hour. He's done that at least twice. Every pitch is below 80. Now he goes outside with another changeup. Nothing but off speed to Austin Hayes. Two and two the count. And maybe this is a way of trying to conserve energy to go later in games. This could be a game plan. Because now a fastball is popped up to Abreu. He'll make the catch near first base. Runner has to stand on it while he makes the play. Two gone. Ramon Urias comes to the plate as Gonzalez sits on 66 pitches with two outs in the bottom of the fourth. Off speed outside. Misses 1-0 the count. So we're talking about what the White Sox are going to be doing here. This four-game set here in Baltimore. Scheduled, Gonzalez, Lopez, Giolito, and Keuchel. And then Minnesota... As this one's lifted out into right field and a base hit in front of Engel. So for the first time all game, there's two on for the Orioles with two out. First and second as Engel feels it quickly and launches a rocket to Moncada. Just in case. First pitch to Chris Davis, who's hitting 191 with three homers and 10 RBI, is a ball. He struck out on three pitches his first time up. Now an inside pitch fouled off, one and one. Gonzalez checks the runners, and a high fastball misses, two and one. 22 pitches this inning, 11 balls, 11 strikes for Gio. Two outs, two on. So after Minnesota, the White Sox have a day off. In fact, it starts a string in which they're pretty much off every Monday. So it's six on and a, and a game off for most of June. There's only one Monday game in there. But it'll be the bottom three guys in the order, including Gio, on the Saturday at home against the Twins in his next start. As that one swung on and missed, the count is full to Davis. Both of his strikes, swinging strikes, both of them on fastball. So Gonzalez changing his approach with Chris Davis. The payoff pitch. Fouled off, another four-seamer. This one was right down the middle. So after off-speeds from multiple batters, he's going right after Chris Davis. And that one's fouled off, another four-seamer away. Now would be the time to go inside with an off-speed and try to keep it in the zone. He does, but it's fouled off. I really enjoy when you can guess what should be the next pitch and the guy actually throws it. That was fun. Next pitch. Fouled off again, so we have another long at bat. The last time Gio had a guy stand in there and foul a lot of pitches off, he gave up a double. We don't want that here. Two outs, full count, payoff. Dribble over to second base. Mendick's going to get it on the two-hop. Davis is retired, and the White Sox are out of the inning. The Orioles threaten... But we are through four now and continue to lead 5-0. 
Wade LeBlanc will come in, so only four innings pitched by Aiken, and LeBlanc comes in for his 23rd appearance, 2-1, over 48 innings, a 5.63 earned run average. And Luis Robert, who's one for two with a single and a run scored, hitting 224, with 24 runs scored and 24 stolen bases, leading the majors. Sitting in the two spot today, he had a really good series in Minnesota. If you look at what we're saying, I mean, 224, you're like, oh, it's only 224. He was hitting 190 coming into that series. And he's playing virtually every day. The average is up 30 points over the last four days, four or five days. And he's really starting to figure out the base hits. I think the power comes next, but we've noticed that when he does try to rip one deep, it throws off his timing. So it depends on how disciplined he is. And hopefully he's listening to his coaches and whoever else is advising him. 3-0 the count now. And he'd be dangerous if he gets on base right away here. That pitch hits the outside corner. A changeup, 3-1. He was taking all the way. With all the power in the minors and being the thumper and the star, trying to get used to Major League pitching as he takes a ball low and gets down the first base has been a struggle for Luis Robert. But now he's starting to understand his role. And I think the team is getting across to him, hey, take what you can get. The other stuff is going to come. You're not going to be a singles hitter. You're not going to be a guy who, you know, has no power. We know it's going to come. But do you want to hit, like, 150 and have 20 home runs this year? Or do you want to hit 270 and have 15? And I think that's what the plan is right now. It's the first year for him. He's got a lot ahead of him. This team has a lot ahead of it. Even in a lost season, you have to be excited about the White Sox. Pitch out on Robert. Count is one and one. They got the first strike on Abreu, so they said, hey, we already got a strike. We're going to pitch out. Robert's not going. He has a stolen base in this game as he was the trailer on the double steal with Anderson. Next pitch inside misses 2-1 and one the count. No outs. Tap of the fifth inning. It's the DP3Tech fifth inning. DP3Tech partner with Microsoft and came up with a cloud-based service that will work with any size business. This one is inside. Robert down to second base, and they got him. Unbelievable two. Runners thrown out by Severino trying to steal. This is the best stealing team in Major League Baseball. They have the highest stolen base percentage. The guy out there that was just thrown out, that's only the second time all year. And Severino, the catcher, came in to make a point today against White Sox base runners. And now this one's fouled down the first base line. He does not want them running. And they are 0 for 2 in stolen base attempts today. Unless you count Robert coming in as the trailer behind Anderson the last time the two of them were on base. A fly out in the deep right center field is caught and there's two gone. Here in the top of the fifth inning. They're showing Keegan Aiken, the starter for the Orioles, on the screen. Seven hits, five runs over four innings. Now with two outs, Yohan Moncada comes to the plate. We still have a lefty on the mound, so he's on the right side. Nothing changed there. He's 1-0 on a low inside pitch. 
So two times through the order in which the White Sox get some runners on. And Pedro Severino, the catcher, gets one of them on the base paths. That was not a reckless steal. That was well-timed. He knew they were going to pitch out. He waited. Low inside, that's a strike, one and two. Two outs here on the top of the fifth. Knew that they were going to look for him. He went on a pitch that was inside behind the batter. This one's grounded over to second base. Mancata's out, and that ends the inning. And still Robert was burned. And it's a rarity. No matter, we're up by five. And we're midway through the fifth, leading 5 nothing in Baltimore. New challenges bring new technology. DP3 Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user experience friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work-from-home-friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3 Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today, 312-896-2450, or email info at dp3tech.com. Just heard about DP3 Tech. I was telling you a little bit about them before that commercial. I mean, impress the boss or impress your employees. Forget this crazy Zoom stuff. I tried to do like a whole Zoom family meeting thing for Memorial Day weekend. It was brutal. Couldn't understand anybody. People are talking over each other. It's hard for me to figure out where everybody is on the screen. Okay, imagine one touch people are on. Imagine a system that makes sense to you. Imagine the idea that you could just share files and pictures and whatever else you want to do at the click of a button. And imagine you being able to take your own systems inside your building or your workplace and getting this all linked up and moved over seamlessly. That's what DP3 Tech does. Make sure you give them a call. One and one quickly to Pedro Severino. The catcher for the Orioles is having his own battle against the White Sox. I went back and looked at the last series. And in that series, he did throw out one Luis Robert. So Robert doesn't get thrown out unless Pedro Severino is behind the plate. As the count is two and two, and Severino is not one to be trifled with on the base paths. The White Sox have a 5 nothing lead, and I doubt they're running any more today. He has shut that down. Fouls off an inside pitch, two and two. The count remains. Pitch number 85 from Gonzalez is low and away, and the count is full. 85 pitches here. This is his first batter in the bottom of the fifth. We said he averages five innings a game. Sometimes he's four, sometimes he's six. This one's grounded over to short, scooped by Anderson over to first. And there's one gone. Right now, a normal pitcher, you would say, all right, he's going to finish this out, be around 100 pitches. You'll see a relief pitcher in the sixth inning. But Gio tends to get stronger and likes to go deep into games. So there's a possibility he keeps going. On the other hand... The White Sox might want to limit him just so he's 100% when he goes up against the Twins on the weekend, and you got a 5-0 lead. This one's grounded over to short. Anderson again over to Abreu. Two gone. Hanser Alberto's one for two with a single in the first inning. Hitting 248 on the season. 
He stands in with two outs and nobody on here in the bottom of the fifth. Outside changeup misses. 1-0 the count. Shout out to my uncle, the retired honorable Judge James A. Lanuti. Used to be Chief Justice out in LaSalle County, now retired down in Florida. He had tickets for this game in Baltimore. He's telling me that yesterday. And disgusted that he couldn't make the trip there. He's got a, a daughter, one of my cousins. Her husband and their kids live out in Annapolis. And the plan was to make the trip and all go to the ball game and see the White Sox and be those visitors in the crowd obnoxiously cheering on the Sox as they leave 5-0 here in the bottom of the fifth inning. 3-1 pitch. Swung on and fouled off. Count is full. And now he gets him with a strike at the knees. Disbelief at the plate. Conversation with the umpire. White Sox off the field and after five lead, 5-0. Aloy Jimenez is two for two. He was part of back-to-back home runs with Edwin Encarnacion. He started it off. He also has a double. Two RBIs and a run, two-run score because he gets the run on the home run and he also scored earlier in the game. He's having a nice day after a frustrating weekend in Minnesota. And he's 1-0 quickly from LeBlanc. Now an outside curveball misses. 2-0 the count. The Rays lead Detroit in Detroit 6-3 right now. As an inside changeup misses. Edwin Encarnacion stands on deck. He's one for two with a solo shot that hit the upper deck in left field. 3-0, though, to Jimenez. He does not have the green light he's taking as it goes right down the middle. 3-1, and one, I would have given it to him. Maybe he himself decided to be patient. Outside cut fastball just hits the zone, and now it's 3-2. and two. The pitch on the way. Swung on and fouled off into the crowd down the first baseline. Count remains full. Inside pitch misses. Jimenez draws the walk. He's down the first. The leadoff man is on, and Edwin Encarnacion comes to the plate. One for two with a solo shot in the third inning. Sitting 259 with 14 dingers. 31 RBI. Most of his home runs have been solo home runs. It's amazing. But it's true. And meanwhile, he hits over 350 with runners in scoring position. So it's not like he isn't driving in guys. Jimenez, though, a lot of times clears the bases in front of him. One and one the count as that one misses outside. Tries to check it up there. Came across the plate trying not to swing at that one. And now a ground ball to second base. Double play ball over to short. Back to first, Encarnacion erases Jimenez and himself. Two gone here in the top of the sixth inning. James McCann comes up with nobody on. White Sox bullpen going, Carson Fulmer and Kelvin Herrera warming out there. An outside two-seamer misses 1-0. It's not meaning they're coming in, but they are getting ready. And it might just be some workout. For those two guys, might be something scheduled. 1-0 the count, the pitch. Low and outside, catches the zone. 1-1, one one, the count is even. Gio likes to go deep. But trust me, that, that does affect a guy in the long term. They know they have a big start from him Saturday in Chicago against the Twins, and you're up 5 nothing. 
against one of the worst teams in baseball. Inside two seamer misses. Two and two. So you don't want to burn him out. If he has an efficient inning, he'll probably pitch the entire six as this one is flying out to center field and the inning is over. Five nothing sacks. Trey Mancini comes to the plate 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a line out. Gonzalez starts the inning on 94 pitches. Throws this one outside a four seamer, 1 0 the count. Renteria going to let him start the sixth, although I don't think he's going to get through the whole inning unless it's quick. This one's set out in the left center field. Robert coming over. Jimenez comes over. They collide in the outfield, and Jimenez comes up with the ball. They ran right into each other. They sit there and look at each other bewildered, and the ball comes in. First pitch. The next batter is a strike. I'm, I'm amazed by that play. Both of them are going full speed into the gap. They hit off each other's hip. As the count is now one and one, Jimenez caught the ball right before impact. As this one's sent into the right center field gap, and Robert lets Engel have it, he's probably just shell-shocked, thinking I'm the center fielder, I know I'm the rookie, but those are mine. But the corner outfielders taking both out so far. As Engel came over, Robert just stopped to put both hands up and let him finish that play there. He's like, nobody listens to me out here. Or maybe he's not calling it. I don't know, but they're going to have to have a discussion in the dugout. We're lucky nobody came up lame after that collision. 1-0 now to Stewart, who now takes a strike. 1-1 the count. Gonzalez gets those two quick outs, so they're going to see if he finishes this inning. He said if he's efficient, he's going to finish it. Down the first baseline, foul. The count is 1-2. He's only used eight pitches so far in this inning. Swung on and missed. He strikes out the last guy. They go one, two, three. It goes very quickly. A good sixth inning for Gio Gonzalez. He gets the quality start, and he's on his way, I believe, to his sixth win of the season. Hector Velasquez, 32 appearances so far. This is number 33. He's 0-1 with a 4.54 earned run average. The relief pitcher comes in with double barrel action behind him as the Orioles are in the pen now. Adam Engels in the box to lead off the top of the seventh. Outside sinker goes for a strike. Five nothing White Sox. They got a run in the second and four in the third. This one's lifted deep and way back in the left field. To the wall, it will be caught against the wall. The fans got up out there thinking that Engel had just sent them a souvenir. That ball was caught right up against the wall on the fly. A long out for Adam Engel, and Danny Mendick is up now with one out. A high slider, 1-0. Engel looked like he thought he had it. He hit it, he was running, but he wasn't full speed. And the fans were up for four rows back there. That ball died. Maybe a wind gust kept it in. Mendick fouls this one off, one and one the count. Change up low at the knees, taken for a strike. One and two to Danny. Now Mendick puts this one down the third baseline, hooking foul into the stands. Near the pole. A long delay on the delivery, now inside and high, taken for a ball. Count is even at two. Swung on and missed a sinker down at the knees. Mendick goes down swinging. Two gone now here in the top of the seventh inning. 
Tim Anderson comes up. We talked about it earlier in the game. He's either leading off, which means there's nobody in front of him, or the bottom of the order isn't doing very much, and there's nobody in front of him. Only 24 RBI in the season for the batting champion last year who's also hitting well over 300 this year. That 313 right now with an 800 OPS, meaning he's getting on base and he's slugging very, very high. Ground ball over to first base. Flip back to the pitcher in a foot race. Anderson almost beats him. One, two, three, go the White Sox. And they're going to sing the seventh inning stretch and probably some God Bless America for Memorial Day, and we'll be back. They had a big giant flag going out in the outfield during the seventh inning stretch. Big giant American flag here for Memorial Day. And this team is trailing 5-0, but this Orioles club did it right. Midway through the seventh inning. And now Austin Hayes is going to face Carson Fulmer. 12 games, 23 innings, 1-2 and two record. A 3.13 earned run average, 29 strikeouts to 10 walks. Lefties do pretty well against him, righties do not. First pitch is a ball outside to Hayes. Now he goes high and outside on a fastball and just misses at 96 miles an hour, 2-0 oh the count. Sox lead 5 0, bottom of the seventh. Gio Gonzalez, six innings of scoreless ball. Had a very nice game. They're going to turn over the pen. He was well over 100 pitches. I think he finishes with 106, which is about average for him. He throws a lot of pitches. Ramon Urias stands on deck. Meanwhile, Hayes is 3 1 in the count. Fulmer in the wind, throws it low and outside and walks him. So the leadoff man is on. Carson Fulmer put him there. The White Sox bullpen struggled mightily in Minnesota. A ninth inning blown save from Colome in game one. Kopech, to his credit coming out of the bullpen, four innings of shutout ball, allowing the White Sox to finally win it in the 13th on the road. The next night, the worst outing of the season for Steve Ciszek. And the Sox give up the lead in that game, end up losing 6-5. The next day, everything went wrong. It was a blowout. The bullpen and the starter having a hard time as this ball gets away now. Runner's going to advance to second base. One and two the count to Urias. And now McCann wants to come out and talk with Fulmer just through a wild pitch. Yesterday, more of the same from the pitching staff in Minnesota. So guys have to get their heads right. With the 5-0 lead, they're working on guys like Fulmer, who's now 2-2. Two two. He's got a runner on second base and no outs. Checks the runner and delivers. Swung on and missed. He got him on the inside four seamer. There's one gone. Chris Davis will come in. He's got one out and a man on second base. Davis, the lefty, hitting under the Mendoza line. Takes an outside curveball for a strike. 0-1 the count. 190 average, three homers, 10 RBI. When you're worried about how Luis Roberts started the season or how Nick Mandrigal started the season, and then you see them improve, then look at a guy like Chris Davis and what they invested in him here in Baltimore. As that one's down the first baseline, foul, 0-2. When you think about the fact that Nomar Mazzara hasn't worked out very well early on in the season for the Sacks, and you realize they can just let him go and not even tender him 
at the end of the season if they decide to go in another direction. And then you look at how Chris Davis is just stuck in an Orioles jersey. Feel good about yourself. Struck out on three pitches there, swinging at a pitch well outside the zone. It's ugly watching him go up there and do that. Fulmer has his second strikeout victim after putting on the first batter. Two gone with a runner on second. Here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Pedro Severino, the catcher, stands in. First pitch swung on and missed a four-seamer. Over the top of the bat in the zone. He's got a strikeout and a ground out so far. He's hitting 173. But the man does not like it when you try to steal on him. Stocks have learned that today. 0-1 the count. Two out. Runner on second. And an inside curveball catches the zone 0-2 now. So Fulmer, frustrated, found his groove after McCann went out and talked to him. Let's see how he finishes out this inning. Swung on and missed. Three pitches. That one inside as well. A curveball under the bat. He strikes out three after walking the first one. And Fulmer goes through the seventh, keeping the shutout alive. Luis Robert comes to the plate. One for two with a single, a run, and a walk. Bell's been thrown out, stealing. He has a stolen base. Following Tim Anderson as the trailing runner when Anderson was thrown out earlier in the game. A double steal. Changeup outside catches the zone. 0-1 the count. The 0-1 pitch. He checks it up. They're going to say he went. Robert shakes his head. I don't think he agrees. 0-2 the count quickly. Velasquez now misses low on a sinker. 1-2. 19,982. Here on Memorial Day in Baltimore. This one's fouled back. And I don't care if the team's bad or good. You get that extra day on the weekend. Why not? And again, this Orioles team is pretty bad. The Sox swept them in Chicago in their only meeting so far. They're leading 5 nothing here in this first of four. Two and two now. The count to Robert as that one misses low. The pitch. Swung on and missed. The changeup low and away. Same pitch he offered at earlier on the check swing that went for a strike. Robert is retired. And Jose Abreu is at the plate. A high inside four-seamer taken for a ball at 95 miles an hour. Next pitch high and inside and fouled off. It was in the same spot. So he had to go for it. So Velasquez trying to work him high and in. But staying in the zone. At least on one of them. Now away, two and one the count. Inside pitch. Pops straight up in the air. The catcher is going to come out and catch it next to his pitcher who just points at it. I always find that funny when the pitcher's like, somebody get that. (laughs) You have a glove. You can't catch? How did you make it to the majors? Yohan Mankata steps in. He's batting lefty now against a right-handed pitcher for the first time today. Takes the second pitch into center field for a base hit. So with two outs, a man on in Mankata. Sox have had several two-out hits. They had a lot of them in that third inning when they put up a four spot. And here's Aloy Jimenez. He was part of that. He had a two-run home run that scored one runner and himself. He brought in Yoan Moncada with a two-out, two-run home run. Now an inside pitch misses. One and one the count. Jimenez now takes a pitch outside, two and one. Velasquez goes inside with a changeup, two and two. And the count is quickly even. 
I would imagine Fulmer comes out again for the Sox, giving that bullpen some time. On the other hand, there's a few guys that might want to get the monkey off their back and go out and have a solid outing. That one is inside and misses three and two. Full count, payoff pitch. Jimenez muscles one out into the right center field gap. It will fall in for a base hit. Coming around from first to third is Moncada. He advances the runner on the single. He's a triple away from the cycle. And we're first and third with Edwin Encarnacion coming to the plate. Outside sinker misses. Count is even. Encarnacion, one and one in the count. Now sends this one to Chopper over to third base. They're going to take Jimenez out at second with the force out. The inning is over. Sox threaten a little bit with two outs. Don't get anything, but they still lead. 5-0 going into the bottom of the eighth. As Jace Fry warms alone in the bullpen, Carson Fulmer will face Jose Iglesias here in the bottom of the eighth inning. He walked the first batter last inning and then struck out the next three. Now he's at the top of the order. He throws this one low and away for a ball, 1-0 the count. Sox with a 5-0 lead. Fastball low and away catches the zone, 1-1. Yankees beat up on Seattle this afternoon. That game is now final, 6-1 victory. We haven't seen them yet, but we will see them at some point. I believe it's coming up soon. 3-1 to count now to Inglesias. Fulmer in the line. Popped up. Shallow center field. Robert coming in. Will make the play. There's one gone. Hanser Alberto comes up. One for three with a single in the first inning. Hitting 246. The righty stands in against Carson Fulmer. He's into the line. And delivers an inside pitch that just misses a four-seamer at 95 miles an hour. 1-0 the count. McCann sets up inside again. This one's fouled off. Count is even at one. McCann continues to set up almost behind the batter. Four-seamer on the inside corner goes for a strike, one and two. Now a ground ball nubbed over to first. Abreu will catch it. Step on the bag. Two gone here in the bottom of the eighth inning, and Trey Mancini comes to the plate. 0 for 3 with a fly out in the sixth inning. It's hitting 262 with seven homers and 14 RBI on this team. It's good enough to beat a three hitter on the Orioles. Curveball inside, goes for a strike, 0 and 1 the count. Next pitch hits the outside corner. It's also taken, 0 and 2. So Fulmer pouring him in. In the dirt, that one's going to roll away, a changeup. Try to get him to reach for it. Count one and two. Homer quickly working. McCann on the inside corner. This one's fouled back. Count remains one and two. Fulmer's getting ready for his 30th pitch out of the pen. He's collected five outs. That's the sixth and his fourth strikeout as Mancini swings and misses at a curveball diving away from him. The Sox have only given up four hits in this game through eight innings and lead. Five nothing in Baltimore. Miguel Castro comes in for the top of the ninth. Three games so far this year and only two innings. He just came up. Got a 22.50 earned run average. So he obviously gave up a run or two in those couple of innings. And James McCann is going to come up. One for three with a single and an RBI. First pitch low and away. 1-0 the count. Next offering away as well a sinker. 2-0 to McCann. So quickly, he's looking good in there. It'll be McCann. Adam Engel, Danny Mendick, the bottom three in the order today. Inside slider catches the zone two and one. 
Steve Ciszek is thrown in the bullpen. Remember, he had that difficult outing against the Twins. I think it makes sense to let him come in and finish off the game. Start to build some confidence. There's a swing and a miss at an outside changeup, 2-2. Two and two. Everything he did went wrong in that outing. Slider up and in, taken for a ball. Count is full. Angle stands on deck. Next pitch rifled down the first baseline. A line drive caught at first by Davis. McCann will go take a seat. One gone here in the top of the ninth. Adam Engel comes up 0 for 3 with a flyout in the seventh inning. And awaits the first pitch from Castro, the righty. Into the wind and the pitch. Rolls back to the backstop. That's a ball low. Next offering is fouled off. That was at the knees. 1 and 1. Now a strike down the middle, a slider taken by Engel. 1-2 pitch on the way. Swings and misses at a ball that then rolls back. Going to be a close play at first. He is barely out on the drop third strike. He swung at a terrible pitch. Not a good day at the play for Engel. 0 for 4 today, and there's two gone at the top of the ninth inning. And Danny Mendick comes up. And at this point, everybody on the White Sox has had the same amount of at-bats. Mendick, the nine-hitter, awaits the first pitch. Swung on and fouled off, 0-1 the count. Now an offering low and away, 0-2, as it hits the zone. And misses outside on the slider, 1-2 the count, 87 miles an hour that one tailed away. Mendick swings and misses at a sinker, low and in. He goes down swinging. Castro must feel good about himself. Meanwhile, the White Sox lead this game 5-0 going into the bottom of the ninth. And Steve Ciszek is coming out of the pen. Ciszek, 22 games. This is his 23rd appearance, 1-0 record. He's got eight holds and over 27 and two-thirds innings. He has an ERA of .65. He had multiple runs charged to him without any outs the last time he was out there. That shows how effective he was until the really bad inning in Minnesota and a slider inside to Nunez, their DH, goes for a strike. The side-arming righty has him 0-1. Now he goes outside and misses on a slider, 1-1 the count. Sox giving him some work. He has not seen the mound since that dreadful inning on Friday. So a couple of days off to clear the head. It wasn't really needed. The game was never close. Now an inside four-seamer after a foul ball makes this count even at two. Swung on and missed a sinker low and in. That looks like Steve Ciszek. One gone here in the bottom of the ninth inning. DJ Stewart comes up. The lefty awaits the first pitch. It's inside and brushes him back. 1-0 the count. He's one for two with a single in the second inning and a, a walk in this game. 5 for 22 on the season. Now a low and away sinker misses 2-0 oh the count. 2-0 oh count. Ciszek looks in in the pitch. Inside sinker catches the zone 2-1. Ground ball down the first baseline. It's fair, but it's caught by Jose Abreu. One of those ones where it looks like it's going to be a double down the line. He sticks the glove out and just lands in it. I don't even think he knew he had it. He's over to first and steps on the bag. There's two gone. Ciszek's first pitch now to his next batter is a slider in the dirt. 
Austin Hayes stands up there 1-0. With two gone in the bottom of the ninth and the Sox holding on to a 5-0 lead. Going for the shutout, combined shutout from three pitchers. You saw Gio Gonzalez go six. Give up only four hits. You saw Carson Fulmer go two. He walked a guy and that was it. And we have Ciszek now, two and one, against Hayes with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. And nobody on. Strike down the middle, a slider, two and two. Next pitch fouled off down the third baseline. Hayes not going down just yet. Count remains even at two with two outs here in the bottom of the ninth. The first of a four-game set here in Baltimore. Fouls this one off down the first baseline, 94 miles an hour in the outside corner. Zeshek takes a moment. Now tries to get him on the outside corner. He holds up. Through the same pitch, just a little bit further out there. Three and two, the count is full. The pitch on the way. Jam shot in the center field. When this ball comes down, this game is over. The White Sox take it five to nothing here. The first of a four-game set after a very difficult time in Minnesota. They get off the snide and break the three-game losing streak. Baltimore is the medicine for any team that comes out of a rough series. They have already won four out of four against them. They've got three more left against them this year. They'll do them all here this week. A combined shutout for three pitchers. Gonzalez, Fulmer, Ciszek. Chicago gets five runs on nine hits, no errors. Baltimore had a total of four hits. The loss goes to Aiken, four innings pitch, seven hits, two strikeouts, five runs across the plate. He also had a walk. Gio Gonzalez had nine strikeouts to go with the four hits he gave up and only the one walk over six innings. Aloy Jimenez is your player of the game. Three for three, a single, a double, and a two-run home run. He ends up with two RBI, two runs scored. Edwin Encarnacion had the solo shot, one for four. Yohan Moncada, two for four with an RBI and a run scored. James McCann, one for four with the RBI. Good news for the White Sox batters. They went out, did well today. Found a way to score some runs. Had a big inning in there. They were lucky, though. It was set up by a big mistake out in the outfield. The pitching is more important after struggling. They get a team that really struggles at the plate, and that's the best medicine after you run into the best offense in baseball, at least at this point. Sacks get the win. Game two is tomorrow. I want them all. My thanks to our sponsors, Cork and Carry at the Park. Remember to check them out on Grubhub or direct at corkandcarryatthepark.com. Great food out there for you. If you're not barbecuing, grilling, doing stuff like that this Memorial Day, if you can't get to it, why not get some really good food from Cork and Carry? Every game since opening day, simulated right here on Socks in the Basement. The podcast for fans, by fans. We will see you tomorrow at Socks in the Basement. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always on SocksInTheBasement.com.